What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. All right, we're rolling. All right, so today we've got a special guest, man. We got uh, an emerging artist representing Dade. And for those that don't know what Dade County is, think Miami. And most importantly, for our purposes, he's a father. So welcome Mike Smith to the Fatherhoods Podcast. What up, Mike? Going on, man. What they do? You know? We're, we're uh, living the dad life, man. That's how we do yeah. it. Um, just so just everyone's aware. Uh, I mean, I, I told you off mic, but typically it's myself, Manny Digital and DJ EFN. So uh, he's both kids are sick and now he's getting sick. So he's not with us today. And uh, oh. Man, Manny's on vacation with his kids. So he's driving around, you know, yeah. giving them the good life right now. And uh yeah. We'll, we'll we'll chop it up, man. So I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Let me ask you, when yeah. you, when your kid when your kids sick, right? When they be congested, it, 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 is you that dedicated to suck the the snot out they nose if you have to? Uh, you know what? Yes, but in a but in a certain way. So the, there's when my my son is eight, going on nine now. But when he was, you know, when he was one through three-ish you know they have a hard time like blowing their nose and everything um there is it's there there is like a suction thing that you can buy and it it kind of looks like um uh it's like a plastic piece it's got a small tube that you can put in their nose and then it's got a another tube you you hold it up to their nose and then you pull in with the suction yeah and it pulls and it's got like a stopper in the tube. So it'll pull out all the snot and everything out of their nose without it going in your mouth or anything, that, that kind of shit. So I stop. I seen that. I didn't know it had the stop on. I yeah, I got that. <laughs> That's gonna be the last resort. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's got it's got it's got the stopper and the filter. So um I I can tell I can tell you that it works. Okay, well, honey, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, um, we usually jump in with just getting a little bit of uh, our, our guests' kind of family dynamic. So, uh, what's what's your current family dynamic in the house? Really, um, I, I got one daughter. Man, it's my first daughter. Um, she's uh, almost two years old. She was born in January twenty twenty. So, okay, she, year in what, like six months or something like that. Right. And then, and then my uh, my girl who I'm with, you know, I I don't been with her. She she had two kids when we met, so okay. you know, I've been with her like eight years. So her kids, I, I I they my kids too. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. really got three, but one like biologically, like you know. Okay. Uh, definitely oh. doing the music thing is is it, it, I I I like I've been scared my whole life to have a child. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so much chasing the music and trying to, you know, whatever. And I always thought that having a child would slow down 
what what I was trying to do, and I always wanted to be financially stable and all yeah. that. Before I uh, had a baby, but uh, it actually motivated me, man, on a different level, you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask you how that, because um, especially being a younger dude and and coming up, you know, in, in the music game, um, you know, you have to be out there, you have to be yeah. chasing it, making sure that you're seen, and and how is how is that juggle between, especially with a young with, with a young child, like how has that juggle been for you with you know just getting that that quality family time in for yourself, but but still kind of making sure you're out there and doing what you need to do on the music side. It really uh, taught me the uh, the importance of uh, utilizing every hour of your day. You know what I'm saying? Like really, like planning and you know what I'm saying, and, and prioritizing things. You know, because uh, it, it could be done. It's just not easy, but you just have to put the time in. You know what I'm saying? Even like to the point where, like when my when my baby was born, she was born um February. I'm sorry, January 15th. The next day, I had a show in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? She oh, born. man. I had to... I seen her be born. Then the next day, I had to jump on the plane. You know what I'm saying? So it's just stuff like that. You just got to put in the extra work. When I probably really, coming from Miami, I probably would have drove to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I would have picked up bags along the way with features and hosting and stuff like that. I, I would have stopped in every little town. That's how I'd be hustling. You know what I'm saying? And, right. Uh, but... With that, you know, I have to, okay, I can't do that. I got to be here with the baby, make sure she's straight, spend some time, and then I'm going to jump on the plane instead of driving. So it's just small decisions like that that make a big difference, you know what I'm saying, and allow you to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. How about how about on the creative side? I mean, are you able to find time to get in your creative zone, um, or does the do you get do you get the guilty feeling at all, like when you're off? making music well, really, or being in the in the zone one thing that helped me is i i, I like kind of involve my family and and with the music you know what okay. i'm saying yeah i take to the video shoots i have her in the studio with me you know what i'm saying so she get to see a lot of these things you know what i'm saying and um you know and i starting to see it like kind of like influence her like to the point where like now we ride in the car like she'll cry if no music is playing you know oh, what i'm wow. saying okay so, that so it's like it really like influenced her and I, and I wanted to influence her not necessarily to do music but just to see how hard I work you know what I'm saying and just I want her to be influenced by my work ethic and you know and that allowed me to work and spend time with my family you know what I'm saying I I bring my girl to the studio I invite her to shows and different places like that and, and just you know venues that you know safe for them to come I I, I bring them you know what I'm saying I might. Had the uh, security on the on the on the bus or on the sprinter. Had the kids and stuff on the sprinter. You know what I'm saying? I jump yeah. out, and I go out, and get back on the sprinter, and I I'm riding five hours, ten hours in the sprinter with the kids hanging out. You know what I'm saying? I I try to balance it like that, but it's easy when you involve them because you don't have to pick and choose. They with you, so you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um. What was it like for you guys? So your your daughter was born, I guess, like right when everything right, was hitting. Right, on before the, <laughs> yeah, right before. It was it was it was crazy because uh, it's I, what what the uh, the pandemic everything shut down what like March March or yeah yeah he was born in January so it's like we we just called it whatever to the point where people who I know who had babies in March they like my homeboys they couldn't come in the hospital and, and, and witness that so. 
I'm glad I called it right before. And um it, it was it was different, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it was good for me because my schedule was so crazy. Like leading up into that, I was stressing trying to figure out like, because it's my first baby, I want to be there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like to see a lot of the stuff and hold her and change pampers. I wanted to be involved with it all. But how my schedule was set up when I was so booked up, man, and it was going to be hard for me to whatever. And if she was at the age where I couldn't bring her out the house, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, trying to figure out how I was going to do that. But so by everything shutting down, it was kind of like a blessing because I was yeah. able to be with her every day, like for the next couple months of her life. I was there every day, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it felt good, man, you know what I'm saying? And I still popped out, like, when they opened things back up a little bit. And I was popping out, man, doing them features and videos and just going crazy. And I, ran, I really, really ran it up on them features and stuff. When the clubs were shut down, yeah, running around doing features, man, I, I killed them. <laughs> <laughs> I put my gloves on and my mask, had my hand sanitizer, man, I'm pulling up, man. Nice. I got to go. <laughs> nice. What um what's what are the ages of uh, your your other two kids? My um fourteen and uh seventeen. Okay. So when you so so they were probably so they were in like nine, ten ish when when you came yeah. into the scene, right? My seventeen year old was ten, nine when I when I came in the scene. My fourteen year old was, uh, was like six or something like that. So you know, I practically raised them, you know. So how how was that for you? Come because that can be a difficult situation coming into uh, and, and you know all of a sudden your stepdaddy and then you turn into hopefully you know the real dad style. But uh, how was that for you and, and, and them? It definitely for me was um, a definitely like a a big change. You know what I'm saying? Because I went from the bachelor lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. I'm, on the beach, just doing my little, you know, single thing and moving around to, you know, overnight. I'm, I'm, I'm a dad. I got a family now, and I got responsibilities that I didn't have, and I have to, you know, make sure somebody eats and you know what you got on and clean your room, and you know, so it, it definitely was a process of me understanding like the responsibility and learning how to communicate and, and, and move. Like young, a young man and a young woman, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's definitely something I had to learn. I'm still learning every day, but uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job, man. You know what I'm saying? They love me, and I'm I've been there for them. You know all the the track stuff and the basketball stuff, and you know I'm I'm really involved with everything. So, and even with with my, my with my girl, you know she's 17 now. So it's like a lot of stuff that I'm gonna have to go through with my daughter, you mm-hmm. know. I'm kind of already, she prepped me for all that, you know what I'm saying, the boys and yeah. the sneaking and texting and, you know, and all the stuff, the puberty and all that stuff, man, the period stuff, you know, I, I went through it with her, so I'm kind of ready for it, you know what I'm saying, when, with my little baby, you know. And how has it been, are you, are you and your lady, are you, do you censor, like, let's talk about music for a second. I mean, you know, nowadays it's definitely, I mean, it's always been, but, uh, you know, are, are you censoring when, when they were coming up, what they were listening to and how explicit stuff was or having to sit down and explain to them like, Hey, this is what, this is what this song is about. And this is what this means. How, how in depth 
have you had to go on that lane? Not really the music, you know what I'm saying? Um, because it, it's hard nowadays to censor stuff because they, they got so much technology. Yeah. And around so much stuff, you know what I'm saying? They, then they got other, like, you know, their grandparents, their aunties, their cousins, and, you know, if, even if you not letting them listen to it or watch certain stuff on the internet, they still go to school and go to other people's house and they still seeing it and they hearing it and they, 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 they out, you know what I'm saying? Just how we was when we was coming up. So it's hard to really like censor it, but I, I, I try to like f- try to find ways to figure out what they into, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even to be ride in the car, I let them play what they want to play. Like I get them the, the ox cord, I let them hook up their stuff to the Bluetooth and stuff. Or like I just, Try to like be in tune with what's going on and, and just me being into the music stuff and being young, you know, it, it allows me not to be lame to what's right. going on. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm out here, especially like my my um my little girl, man. Uh she's Kodak Black fanatic. So for her to see me have records with Kodak Black and be cool with some of these people that she fans of, like even the Ice Billion Birds and the Ball Grease, all these are my friends, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm the cool dad, you know. You know, right. so, so I'm and so when I get in the car and turn on NBA Youngboy, they looking like oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Well, so it's kind of easier to relate and for them to kind of open up and talk to me about certain things more me than their mom actually because they know I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it gave me a little advantage. You know? That's, yeah, that works. That works for you. Yeah. Um, T- tell me a little bit about your your upbringing with with your parents, and because I mean, to me, uh, just just this initial conversation, uh, you know, I, I get the sense that 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 being a dad is definitely um, something serious for you, and, and you and you not something you take lightly. And and was this some like being being a parent, being a dad, is this something that you always kind of strive to be? And what was your upbringing and your relationship with your folks like? Yeah, I, I definitely feel like my upbringing has a lot to do with, you know, how I think and how serious I take being a father because I my father wasn't around, you know what I'm saying? And um, he, he was in prison, like, when I was growing up. So it was just my mom, you know what I'm saying? My mom was a single mother of three boys yeah. on the middle child. So, you know, all we had was us, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it just, it's just a lot of things that we had to go through. I kind of, like, Grew a lot of resentment towards my dad, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like if my mom had help, you know, a lot of things, we wouldn't have to go without likes or food or, you know, certain, like, you know, obstacles that we had to experience. It would have been different with two parents in the household, you know what I'm saying? Two incomes. Even my mom, she working two jobs, trying to go to school. She, she don't have a car. She walking to the bus stop. She come home, feet all swole up and... It's like, man, I, I just felt like we wouldn't have had to go through that if he was around, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of resented him for it. And, you know, a lot of people used to kind of, like, look at me crazy for resenting him because it's like, man, he in prison, so it ain't like he don't want to be there. But I looked at it like, man, he went to prison, you know, while I was born, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what you you didn't love me enough to stay out the streets and do the right thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Your kids, you make sacrifices and you change, and you know what I'm saying. You can apologize, but the best apology is change behavior. So you gotta love your kids and your family 
enough to want to change your life and do what's right. You know what I'm saying? And I always felt like he loved the streets more than he loved us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I always felt like, you know, when I ever have a child, man, I'm I'm there every step of the way. Like, and I'm going to be everything to them that I wish I had. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. got a lot to do with how, how serious I am about it. Well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm into everything. Like, I want to change peppers. I want to watch the, I know all the songs, the baby sharks. Right. They, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm locked in, you know? Definitely. Nice. Hey, you got a got a hell of a quote there. The best apology is changed behavior. That was yeah, definitely that was dope. Um, so what's what, what's your relationship with your dad now? Have you gotten um, have you gotten over the resentment, or are you still holding on to it? I mean, unfortunately, I still like got a little resentment towards him. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, even when he got out of prison, it, it's you know what I'm saying the effort wasn't really there. Like to really like reconnect and really yeah. build, you know what I'm saying? And even when we talk, you know, my biggest issue is not addressing the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be gone and and and, and not present all the, all these years. And then when we talk, you talk as if we talked yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. you got to you got some explaining to do, my guy. You know what I'm saying? And even you you come home from prison and be home a couple of years and I don't hear from you. It's hard for me to talk to you and just act like that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it it really kind of got worse because he recently had a stroke, and since he had a stroke, he kind of like you know he messed up now. Now he's calling every day now. You know what I'm saying? Now he oh, okay. Right. It's like man, you wait till you kind of had a life altering you know situation. To like you know, I guess it gave you an epiphany, and once you now you want to spend time with your kids, and you want to come around, and, and a part of me, you know, you know, I feel bad for him, and I and I really would like to spend time. What I hate for him to die, or something to happen before we kind of figure things out. But the other half of me is just like, man, even me having a baby now is like, I would never do. You know what I'm saying? What you did? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love my baby too much. So, you know, hopefully we can figure it out before, you know, before we leave this earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not it's not easy. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And all, all my sisters, brothers, they they be over there. They forgave them and whatever. It's just, you know, for me, it's just I'm something that I'm holding on to. Something I, I got to pray about or work through or maybe I got to go to counseling or whatever. But I'm not over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's real. I mean, the fact that you can even say that is is super yeah. real definitely. definitely so when we jumped on well you, you talked about the uh like was it cleaning out your <laughs> cleaning out your baby yeah, like <laughs> babies get congested they be stopped up yeah you know kind of you know you it, it breaks your heart when they be trying to sleep and they don't know it breathe out your mouth or blow your nose or whatever so it's like we trying to find ways to clear it up, and it's hard to give them medicine and stuff like that. Man, they knock the medicine out your hand, and I'm like, she's strong, man. It's like trying to find out what to do. And I know a lot of people that really, like, literally put their mouth on the baby nose and suck the, oh, the, wow. the mucus out, out of their nose, man. And I say, man, uh, you know, if I had to, if she get that congested, I would do it. But I'm going to try my best to find, yeah. <laughs> to find 
the way to, to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I definitely would do it though if, she, if I had to. And, and that's what you're dealing with right now. Your your daughter's sick. Yeah, man, she congested and stuff, man. So I had to. I actually took her to the hospital. You know, with all this COVID stuff. And yeah. I'll be still moving around a lot, so I'd be scared, man. And um, she she they tested her. She she came out uh, negative for the COVID. She just uh. Had it's a little thing going around, I guess, with the the, kids. Her uh, art, the RSV, right? RSV thing, yeah, that's yep. what she, yeah, so yeah, they, uh, that now, so yeah, that's she, what, um, that's what e- EFN's, uh, he's got a, I guess his son is like one, one and a half right now. He's got RSV right now, also, yeah, man, it's scary, man, because they be like not themselves and they be like low energy and she wasn't eating and stuff, but now, you know, they, the, the medicine that they gave me, you know, I guess it's some kind of steroids for their lungs and stuff. Now she breathing a little better. She she back jumping around. She eating. So she on the other side of it. She good. She just still a little congested. And um, I guess it's some kind of machine that they give them that open up the airways too. So that's I gotta go pick that up the day before. Uh, and then I think, um, I think it's called a neb- a nebulizer, right? The- nebulizer, yeah. Yeah. Up the day and um once he started taking that she should shake all the way but yeah it's scary when they're young like that and they start getting sick because you can't really explain to them like all right you got to go take a nap and rest and sleep and right. and they can't worse even worse than that they can't tell you what's wrong you know yeah so, like man any little thing you got to run especially nowadays you got to run to the hospital any little thing is you you hate this just think it's a little call for whatever and it's worse you know so, man, it's like, man, it's scary, man. I was in the studio. Well, I knew she was kind of, like, wasn't feeling good. But um, they called me when I was in the, I was in the studio. And uh, and, and just, uh, just to hear her, like, in the background, the coughing, I heard the mucus in her chest. I'm like, man, I'm going to leave and take her to the hospital, man. So mm. she had peace. I'm glad I did took her. So, you know, now she's getting better now. She's sleeping now. No, that's good. Yeah. Now you um on the music side of things, you are you're signed to Slip and Slide, right? Yes, sir. And for those that don't know, that's a legendary Miami based label. Yeah, man. Like legendary. I got big shoes to fill, man. You got Trick Daddy, Trina, Plies, Rick Ross. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's some big shoes to fill, you know. How how long you been working with Slip and Slide? I've been with um Slip and Slide, what like two years now? Okay. Two- you know what I'm saying, but uh, even before I, I I signed the slip and slide, you know, Trick Daddy, he, he been my mentor for the last eight years or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So he been giving me advice, bringing me in the studio, letting me hear certain records and letting me know the origin of certain records and how he came up with certain ideas. He took me on the Legend of South tour with him, you know, uh, with him and Juvenile and Mystical and Bon B and. 8-Ball, MJG, Lil Wayne was on some of the dates. And um, it, it, it was a big deal. It was like a 30-city uh, tour. And we moved around. He actually let me hype, man, all the nice. shows. He stopped stopped his show and like, man, fat boy, let, let me get some bars, spit something. I spit something for the crowd. You know what I'm He really showed me a lot of love and gave me a lot of game, you know. And, um, you know, so we, we, we had a relationship way before I even uh, met Ted Lucas, you know what I'm saying? So... And I definitely appreciate that guy, man. He's definitely showed me a lot of things to do and not to do. Right. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> well, 
But um, what 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 brought you into music? How how'd you get started? I've definitely been rapping for as long as I've been able to read, man. I, okay. When I, was, I ain't started rapping last year, two years ago, and got lucky. I've definitely been doing this and perfecting my craft and stuff since I was little. And I it started off as just uh me writing, like you know, like I say, I had a lot of resentment growing up, like with my dad and with just you know us, you know, living in you know the, the terrible environments and just being financially challenged and just. We went through a lot growing up, you know what I'm saying? So I used to express myself by just writing, like like kind of like a journal, you know? Then it, it, it turned into kind of like poetry. Then from there, it, it turned into music. So I've been in love with music before I fell in love with a girl, you know? Nice. So, and, you know, as you grow up and you start seeing stuff and moving around, you learn how to start hustling the music, you know what I'm saying? And really grinding because... A lot of times we think we grinding, we don't be grinding. We just be recording songs and letting our homeboys hear, you know, letting ride around to it. And you think we hustling, but I had to really start moving around, going to open mics, really networking, meeting people, traveling, you know what I'm saying? And really start understanding how to put the work in. So I've been doing that since like probably like 08, 09, really moving around, putting the work in. And, that, and that's how I eventually start, got a relationship with Trick Daddy because I had really really created a buzz in the streets of miami like just me moving around pushing my cds like my jump drives my posters going in every club every party getting my music played and um trick daddy his dad owned uh, a club in my neighborhood called miami nights and it was like one of the club hold like 1500 people so it was like one of the littest it was the littest club like in that part of uh, miami i'm from down south so it was the biggest club and the most lit club we had. So he used to always come in there and we come in there. I got three, four records in the club that come on and the whole club going crazy, singing it word for word. So that's how he initially heard about me. And then he reached out to me and just brought me around and just started to give me game. And he just took to me and just, you know, we, we kind of got a father-son relationship, like for real. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. It's good to have, good to have mentors, man. Definitely, man. I'm proud to to be from Miami, you know what I'm saying, to grow up on, on Miami music. You know, we came up when it wasn't the internet, so right. we what we heard in our neighborhood and what we heard on the radio. And at that time, you know, we only heard Trick Daddy, Trina, The Lost Tribe, you know what I'm saying, Them, the, the Jackie O's. We just heard the crib, you know what I'm saying? So just to be so heavily influenced by the Slip and Slide movement, and to all these years later to be a part of the family, like it was dope. And and to have like Trick Daddy, Trina, I just I just met Plies and, and we hung out, you know, about two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? But just to have people like Sam Sneak and JT Money and Ball Greasy and Iceberg and Billy Blue, Deslot Piccolo, like these are the people that I can call and get advice. So they'll call me, you know what I'm saying, man, take that down. Oh, that man, I like that verse. Oh, man, this song was hard. Oh, that video was dope. Oh, I got I heard this song from you. I got an idea for the video, man. Come holler at me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They really, like, give me a lot, a lot of game. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to have people around me that want to see me win, that been already did what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's dope, man. And you're yeah. going to be you're gonna be out at uh, Rolling Loud this weekend? 
Yeah, I'm popping out at Rolling Loud, man. Saturday, I'll be blessing the stage, man. I'm going to come out. I might take my shirt off. All right. So, and so y'all ladies, if y'all locked in, <laughs> I might take my shirt off on stage and really cut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Is, um, is, are your are your older kids, are they going to be out there? Nah, nah. I'm going uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm to leave them home this All time. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's too much because, you know, this. This virus coming back now. Yeah, 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 smart. I'm scared, man. So, you know, I, I take the hit, man. I, I I go out there and get sick if I got to, and you know, you know, to get to secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? I I, I take the hit for us. You know, if if I God forbid, forbid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm gonna be straight. Yeah, no doubt. That makes sense. Um, before we get out of here. Give give some game to to younger fathers out there. What are some, what are some things that that uh, they should be looking out for some some advice that's worked for you. I think the um, the best advice that I can give is just to understand that these kids now is like naturally like I don't know what it is, but they naturally way more advanced than what we was when we was kids. You know what I'm saying? They are already smart, tech savvy, like they already like so far ahead of us mentally, like. Than what we what we was. So man, only thing they need is love and guidance in your presence. You know what I'm saying? So just just try to be there as much as you can and try to shower them with love because it's so easy. If you don't mold them, the internet will, they friends will, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, tell tell your daughter that she's pretty, man, and and tell tell your son that, that he can do anything he put his mind to and just be there and just encourage them and, and just mold that confidence and mold that, you know, the, the stuff, the principles and certain stuff that you want to instill with them, just speak it over them and just tell them and talk to them. You know what I'm saying? And everything else, they going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Cause they smart enough to do anything. These kids coming up with all type of ways to get money and go viral and just do all type of stuff. They got the brains, man. Just, just give them, just give them the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, they're going to be all right. Yeah. Man, that's dope. Where, where can people find you, Mike? Man, Mike Smith, 305 on everything. And it's Smith. It's S-M-I-F-F, man. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> Straight up. So lot, I can't find it. Then when I look at it, I see they put the T-H on Smith, man. It's Smith. You know what I'm saying? M-I-K-S-M-I-F, 305 on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Everything, man. YouTube, man. You type in Mike Smith 305 and I'm going to pop up and just support me. I got a lot going on. I just did a Netflix movie that's going to be coming out soon. And I'm, I'm um, and, and works to, uh, we finna start shooting another movie um, that's coming up that's going to be on uh, Netflix. And, um, you know, I got, you know, I'm, I'm getting into my acting bag. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a few scripts. You know what I'm saying? I I, I made, I, uh, I locked in like two or three roles that, you know, some movies that's coming out. We got a lot of music that's coming out, a lot of new videos, new visuals, new projects. I'm just hustling. So, you know, if you rock with me, just keep up with me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm finna just flood the market. You know what I'm saying? Nice. But just lock up. Nice, man. Well, yo, I appreciate you coming on. We, we have to have you back. Uh, check in on your daughter's progress when the whole crew is here and, um, and, and keep chopping it up. You definitely... Got some good advice off the rip. And um, yeah, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Bless up, man. Bless up. You and your family, man. Love. All right, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Peace. Yo, be a father.
If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be your father to your child. Be your father to your child.